0: Welcome to the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name is Sean Tipping. Uh, Today, we're kind of going to be taking a slight left turn here from our normal content. Uh, If you're a regular listener of the show, you know we usually discuss technical diagnostic related content. um, And and that is normally the case. Of course, the name of the podcast is Automotive (laughs) Diagnostic Podcast. Um, But today, I want to diagnose uh, another type of problem or at least discuss another type of problem that a lot of us face and and bear with me here. If this doesn't sound like it's right up your alley right away. Remember, you know, I I do this show. I'm not trying to sell you anything, right? I don't make any money off this show. Um, Everything that I talk about on this show all of the discussions that I have and the people that I bring on here, I genuinely believe that it's going to be information that's going to be valuable and it's going to benefit someone somehow, even if it's just one person uh, in their careers in this field. And today's discussion definitely fits that bill. Uh, I, I really truly believe this is beneficial to somebody out there that's listening. So that's why I'm talking about it. So here's the deal. Um, as an automotive technician, which uh, I, I lived that for 12 years, full-time flat rate technician. So I, I know the gig. I know what it takes. Um, I know the demand on your body. And that's the thing is this job is a very physically demanding job as are all trades, right? Maybe as auto techs, we have it easy compared to some of the other trades out there. Uh, I've never worked in trade, so I, I can't say that for sure. But anyways, I know that this job takes a toll on your body, especially after you've been doing it for a few decades. I, th- I think anybody that's been doing this for a decade, two decades uh, can attest they have the battle scars. They know how much doing this physical job day in, day out, maybe working really long shifts, um, maybe doing some heavy line work, it really beats up their body. And what I've seen personally, people that I know in this field um, the injuries and the chronic pain start to rack up as you continue to go, you know, on with your life and on with your career in this field. And you're dealing with, like I said, chronic pain. You're dealing with injuries that are persisting, maybe getting worse, affecting your ability to do your job. Surgeries because of these injuries to try to correct them. Pain medication, um, maybe other. Uh, methods of relieving pain. Um, This is honestly more common than not with people that have been in this field for a decent amount of time and and even young people. It's not exclusive to people that have been doing it for a while. It's probably more common. I see it with even some of my students. So that's what I want to talk about today. And, you know, my discussion today isn't a End all be all solution to all of this. Okay, right. There's lots of pieces to the puzzle. Um, But I honestly believe that this is one of the best preventative and, in some cases, maybe even corrective measures that you can take personally to protect your body and your health in general. Um, And and what that is is regular strength training. Okay, so. uh, Simply put, going to the gym, right? Picking up heavy things uh, with, with some intent, with some purpose, with some uh, direction. And joining me to talk about that, because I need an expert, somebody who knows more about this stuff than I do, is Jody Molitor. Jody and her husband, Todd, own a couple of gyms here in Minnesota. Of course, I attend one of these gyms. 180 kettlebell. In North Branch and Centerville, Minnesota. So if you live around the area, make sure to check these out. Totally worth it. Fantastic places. Um, Jody and Todd are a couple of my favorite people, so I was excited to get to talk to her. <laughs> Either way, um, but she is an expert on this stuff, as far as strength training, uh, you know, physical fitness, improving your health. Um, that's what she does, right? And and so she is going to help me explain the benefits of regular strength training and how this can prevent and maybe even correct in some cases, some of the injuries, you know, to our joints and our spine and just overall improvement to our health. Uh, you know, this could apply to anybody, even if you're not, uh, you know, doing heavy line work, <laughs> Busting out engines and transmissions, but in that case, I think this can really help you. But um, I think that's enough for an intro. Um, let's jump right in. I really enjoyed this talk with Jody. Well, how's it going, Jody? It's going great. How about you? Uh, I'm doing good.
1: How are you feeling after that workout?
0: Uh, I'm a little a little tired.
1: <laughs> you crushed it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that was a good one. Fridays are always a good one. Yeah. No, I'm feeling good. Um, Thanks for uh, coming on here, doing this. I really appreciate it. Thanks
1: for asking. This is cool.
0: Yeah. Um, So we normally talk about car stuff. Fixing Mm -hmm. cars, technical things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll take kind of a left turn today. I mean, I
1: like... Pretty cars. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what do you know about automotive diagnostics?
1: (laughs) Mm, I know you hook up like a little, some type of tool to the car to see what's wrong with it. And that's all I know about uh, diagnostics.
0: That's perfect. You're hired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know how to read it, though. That's the problem.
0: But, uh, so, here's the deal. Um, Automotive trade, guys in the shop doing, you know, hard labor, fixing cars, right? And Mm. I did that for 12 years. And I know a lot of people have been doing it for a lot longer. Mm. And I know a lot of people that I worked with that have had a lot of chronic pain, a lot of injuries, and just their bodies really getting beat up as they go through their career. And even some of my students, right? And not all of them, but some of them, even in their twenties, they're suffering from this where, There's surgeries or multiple surgeries and, you know, then there's pain medication Mm -hmm. or, you know, other ways to relieve the pain. And you see on, I'm in like Facebook groups with other automotive technicians from around the country or around the world. Right. Somebody will post something like, oh, I have to get back surgery or shoulder surgery or whatever. And then you'll see people comment over and over. Oh, yeah, me too. I've right. had four surgeries on my discs and my back, my knees, my shoulders, elbows, whatever it is. Guys are guys and gals are just getting beat up right. in this trade. And I'm sure it's every trade, right? I'm sure like if you look at like construction or mm-hmm. something like that, it's probably mm-hmm. even worse. But I know the automotive trade.
1: Anything that's laborious.
0: Yeah. And so the reason I want to talk to you about this is... I feel, and this might just be my subjective point of view, that there's something that people can do to help themselves out or at least give them a better shot, Um, and that's through exercise, but maybe not just exercise, but Mm -hmm. strength training. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, at least I can, for me personally, that's made a huge, huge difference in not having any aches, pains, surgeries, Again, I'm not in the f- shop full time. I mean, but
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, right. I, I feel extremely lucky when I talk yeah. to some of these other people that are going to work every day, getting their getting their butts kicked, and and now they can't even be as productive as they normally would. Right? We right. have to be able to use our bodies in order to make a money to make money in this right, field. And you're getting
1: a surgery; you're minimum out six weeks, and then you're ramping back into work. You know, working. Yeah, so. it,
0: you're going to have limitations even when you come Absolutely. back, and so you now your paycheck is smaller on top of being hurt and in pain mm. right and so that sucks for to be to be your career mm. and i'm talking to my students and okay you've got decades of doing this good luck right um so anyways that's the reason i wanted to it's talk it's very to you.
1: like daunting to think that you're you are in a career that you're possibly going to be in pain for for decades
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that would be depressing that, that you finish and you're crippled and yeah. even right like mm-hmm. you're, you can't use your hands your <laughs> you, all your joints hurt, and then again multiple surgeries so mm-hmm. um yeah i feel that especially starting out but even later in the career that people can make a big difference by taking care of themselves in this aspect of absolutely Strength training or exercise, but yeah, that's why I wanted to talk to you because you're the expert there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> well, did you have any injuries or anything? I can't remember when you first started here.
0: Um, some knee pain. Some knee uh, pain, definitely. Um, that was probably the biggest thing for me. Um, just yeah, it's the, some of the tendons around my right, knee or anything. Right. And, and I I haven't had any surgeries or anything, but it right. was pretty. Pretty persistent, I would say.
1: And how do you feel since you've been doing functional training? Do you feel like that has helped or it's gotten worse? Or how do you feel like we've worked around that?
0: I'm um, 100% zero aches and pains besides, you know, every once in a while you get a crazy or something. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah. Like I, normal stuff. Right. It's for for being 35 – and I mean, I realize it's not that old and people listening to this. Yeah. Are, but like you said, <laughs> so, I mean,
1: if you're in this field yeah. and you've got some 20 some year olds just starting out and they're getting injured mm-hmm. and they've got no foundation to help support that. Yeah. It's going to be a lifetime of injury and misery and not a really great quality of life. If you're just in pain, you know, what if you don't have great insurance, you you know, chiropractic care, there's all that, you know, medication. It's a way more expensive than having a gym membership.
0: Right. Right. If you take some preventative measures, exactly, I, I think this can make a huge difference for people. Um, so yeah, if somebody is like, okay, this sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. What does this? What does it look like for somebody to actually make a difference? I mean, what do they need to do?
1: Right. Well, the first step is always the hardest, which is actually walking in the door of some place. Like let's say, like our gym, like a functional training facility. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, when people go into like a big box gym, and I'll just I won't say any names, but um, a gym where you're walking in and you see a bunch of machines and you don't you know you don't know what to do on them. There's no Programming. There's no one telling you how to do them correctly. People just get overwhelmed and then they quit. Okay, You know, they'll do some things and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm really jacked and pumped up. <laughs> and then, you know, that lasts like two weeks. And then they're like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Um. The nice thing about like a facility like ours is it's all there. It's all laid out and we're there to help you work through it. You know, modality, work different muscle groups. If you've got, you know, a knee issue, shoulder issue, we'll give you something to help you work through that. So you can still work those muscles. Okay. Maybe not in the way the, you know, the person next to you is, but we are educated enough to be able to, uh, you know, work through that corrective strategies to make it
0: work for you. Awesome. What um, functional training, what, how would you define that?
1: Functional training. I know I'm throwing that word out there (laughs) (laughs) because you hear strength training, strength training, you know, it's been around forever. Functional training is literally moving your body, In a way that's natural. Okay. Um, And you doing it with resistance. Okay. Um, We tend to use kettlebells because Uh I like that tool for functional training because it's very body friendly. Um, And also you practice a concept called proprioception, which is moving around the displacement of the item, whether it's a kettlebell, a med ball, whatever it is that we're using, ropes, whatever it is that we're using. And you're using your body as a machine. Rather than getting on a machine and Uh trying to work some muscles, you're using your body to balance, to, you know, just. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it, uh, I know with the Bells, too, it it really focuses, or it forces you to work both sides of your body, right? Absolutely. Specifically, like, arms, legs, hips, shoulders, but you have to focus on one side, whereas a lot of the machines, it's just sort of. I don't know what the word is, but you're you're pushing with both arms or both legs. and So the dominant one can it's true. It's true. Overcome. And so I know for me, it's it's helped even out Mm -hmm. (laughs) some some uh, Mm -hmm. uh, imbalances there.
1: It's true. And as we age, we lose our balance. So if we're not working on things that are offset and force us to balance, Mm -hmm. we lose it. So that's right. why I throw in all those weirdy drills, and you're like, uh-huh. "What the heck?" You know, <laughs> but that's why because if we don't work on those, we lose it. Right. And then you're like a stumbling, you know, old man as you get <laughs> right. <laughs> old.
0: Right. <man. laughs> well, the other thing is like a range of motion yeah. for stuff. Okay, so when I started here, I don't think I could get below. 90 degrees as far as a squat goes with with my heels on the ground. I don't think I could do that. So
1: do you feel like it was in your knees because you talked about, you know, your, your tendons and your knees, or do you feel like it was more in your ankles because that's, um, you know, ankle flexion is a big thing too. When people are first starting out squatting, they don't realize they need to like sit back and have their heels planted. I mean, they can't.
0: Yeah. that, That was the thing I couldn't. And honestly, I don't think I had the, the, you know connections to really even understand what the problem right, was right um I don't know if it was like hip related but definitely mm, felt it too. in my my knees but I mean I've been doing this for three years and some change now oh I thought it
1: was longer than that <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've known you for a long time that's <laughs> awesome though
0: but I can, I can drop all the way down um you know yeah like as, as far as my bottle go towards the ground yeah right? and I mean
1: and I coach you and I see no issues with your ankle flexion or
0: mobility. Um, but then that, that transfers over into, you know, labor during a job mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. being able to move all your joints, full range of motion, especially if you're crouching down to pick up something like a tire. Yeah. Or do you, you
1: feel like that's changed for you when you go down to crouch down to pick up a tire or whatever yeah. else? Like you actually know the proper technique to do a squat or pick something
0: up. Yeah. And, and I'm connected more to my body too, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. I can, cause some of these exercises force you to kind of feel out a specific muscle when you're doing it. And so that transfers to, so you almost know when, okay, that's my limit right there. Or that's, if I keep pushing here, it's going to, it's going to hurt. Um, or in a bad way, in in a bad way. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Something bad's going to happen. So I I think the connection to your body is, is an advantage too. Um, but yeah, we're working above our heads too. Um, a lot of the time and yeah, like shoulder mobility, yep. range of motion, uh, that's huge. Um, so, I mean, even, even without the strength portion, just moving and being connected to your body. Yeah. Mobility is, is huge. It's huge. And, um, and you
1: know, cause you've done some of the drills here where I'm like, you know, put the bell down, let's just work on mobility and, form. Mm-hmm. And where you should be feeling this, um, yeah, it's huge. You don't have to add a weight until you feel comfortable with it. You know, it's not we're not gonna like, you know, throw stuff at you and you need to go as heavy as you can with horrible form. And I mean, you guys all know the gyms that are like that, and yeah. you know, everyone's injured forever. Right. You know, most people coming in here have some type of an injury. If you actually, you know, had my position as a coach, uh-huh. you sat up in front. Probably seventy-five percent of the class has different. Mo-
0: you know modality uh-huh. different
1: drills that they have to do to just to work through impediments or different injuries that they have or range of motion
0: yeah uh, that's actually a question i had too if somebody has already kind of been through the ringer yeah. and is hurt and the mm-hmm. surgeries how do they approach this so that they can get better but also not hurt themselves more
1: yeah well you want to get in front of a coach that is educated is okay what you want to do you don't want to just like you like I said hop into one of the big box gyms hop on a machine or somebody that's hired for ten dollars an hour to like, oh hey, you want me to personally train you? I'll put you on this machine, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Right, right. Um, you want to be in front of somebody that has a background in corrective strategies and um, you know mobility drills and stuff like that to help you work through that, and you want to be in commune with them. So okay, so you are on the same page as your coach. Uh-huh. And if at any point in time there's something that bothers you, you don't keep going because that's what we do, right? We just mm-hmm. think I'll push through it's, the right, pain. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> I've been there.
1: Yeah, you don't push through the bad pain. I mean, there's a difference between like you know pushing it a little bit, but you know when it's the bad pain, no, you it's not smart. You want to wait and um, have your coach definitely give you you know, different drills to work the same muscles. So you can build up around said injuries or impediments okay, and make it work for you. And like, you know, like for instance, you, you know, you built up muscle around your tendons and your knees and your ankle flexion got better, your mm-hmm. mobility. I know you and I have talked just about different mobility drills and I've given you like videos and stuff to yeah, watch, yeah, you know, if, sure. it, if we didn't hit it as much as we wanted to during class. um, Yeah. There's just a lot of information out there, but you also want to be at a gym where people are educated and can help you, especially if it's like a group training type thing.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Having somebody watch what you're doing. I mean, you could look in a mirror, mm-hmm. right? Um, or record yourself, I suppose. But and think somebody, you're doing it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's that. Um, yeah. If, if you're not watching it at all, you think you're doing you do. it correctly. And then way, way off the mark. So right. having somebody to help you out there yeah, is Yeah. I
1: mean, like you, you've been here three, three and a half years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have people that have been here 14 years okay i'm still correcting them i'm still watching myself because you get in habits sure you know yeah. if you and then you can think man i'm a rock star and then all of a sudden you tweak your back and you're like what happened mm-hmm. um so yeah it's important when you're doing you know these kind of movements to have somebody in front of you i'm not saying they're dangerous i'm mm-hmm. just saying we can get into bad habits and think you know we're rocking it out and maybe just kind of lose track of our form yeah and yeah so yeah why it's important.
0: Um, what are your feelings on? Cause I didn't, I didn't understand any difference really when I was younger. Cause I've always kind of been active and exercised, mm-hmm. but my exercise when I was younger was just all cardio. Like I'd yeah. run marathons and yeah. I'd bike for 20 miles yeah. and, you know, basically spend hours yeah, <laughs> doing that yeah. stuff. Um, and and uh I mean the, I did the same thing. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was a swimmer and cross-country skier. And so what our thing was is in your hockey. So it was it, that's endurance.
0: Yep. You know, yep. your
1: endurance is phenomenal. I've seen you. I mean your strength is there too. But um yeah, it's that's that's gonna gain you um endurance and maybe fat loss
0: okay. without
1: building muscle. Okay. Which you wanna build muscle to support your skeletal system. And then you also it that also burns fat and also makes you not look like a skinny person. I mean, you look toned and not skinny, flabby.
0: Mm-hmm. Right,
1: right. <laughs> you know, you like you want to be yoked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I think you can spend a lot less time overall doing cardio. Yeah. Cardio compared to maybe some, oh, okay. some strength training. The difference right? in like
1: what we do and in car- just cardio. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Because you're getting
1: cardio in right. we are, We are definitely,
0: yeah. but also there's the the weight and the strength yes. side of it. Yes. And I mean, that's three times a week, 45 or an hour. It is like enough. Um, it, and that's plenty. It's yeah.
1: plenty. And that's the way the gym is designed. That's how I've created the programming You know, you get your strength training in the beginning of the week, which sets you up and sets your metabolism for the rest of the week. You're not going to get biofeedback on your workout till 24 to 48 hours afterwards, which is when your next session would be right 48 uh-huh. hours afterwards. And then you're like, man, my traps are kind of sore. So you can kind of like, okay, I'm not going to go as heavy as I, I want to, because I'm feeling a little like I really worked it on Monday. So I'm going to go a little lighter. Yeah. You know, so we hit more metabolic conditioning, lighter weights in the midweek. And then by Friday, you can kind of tell how the week is gone. And mm-hmm. then I don't know, did you go heavier today or lighter, depending upon how you felt during yeah.
0: the week? Yeah. It was just a little bit heavier today. Yeah. So I was feeling pretty good. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And the cool thing about it, and like you said, three times a week is yes, that's what we try to focus on is three times a week is yeah, you're getting cardio conditioning. Uh-huh. You're getting strength training, but what you are not getting is steady state cardio, which is something that you, you know, your heart rate's, you know, below 70%, your max heart rate. You can do that on your own. That's boring. You don't need to pay me for that, Mm -hmm. right? You can can go on your elliptical on your bike. You can go for a walk. You can do, you know, go on a run. That's something you don't need to pay a gym for. You know, you can go
0: do that. Right. It's so time consuming. And that's kind of where I was going with this is that, yeah, I'd go for back when I do a lot of running. That's an hour or two out of my night, right, to do that um, on a regular basis. and. Part of the issue that some people have, like, okay, maybe I'm interested, I want to do this, right? But I don't have the freaking time to make this happen. Like when do I do this? And I I think focusing more towards something like this, yeah, you can you can fit it into smaller chunks of time or you know, again, forty five For sure. minutes, three times a week, yep. and you'll see a huge, huge benefit. Yeah. Um in well obviously your strength and stuff and just overall health i mean that's the other thing too even if you weren't an auto mechanic or in a trade like this is good for anybody's overall health um that's uh, another reason i want to talk about this yeah i mean
1: just look at sorry to interrupt you but just think about class and you think about like today Mm -hmm. you saw people in here in their 70s yep Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's amazing. And I always tell them, I'm like, I want to be like you when I grow up. Because (laughs) literally, I mean, they're doing the same stuff we're doing. Yeah. And you know, we're challenged in class. And it's like, holy crap, they're doing the same damn thing. Uh And they're rocking it. And they're here. And they've been here for literally, some of them, 14 years. Yeah. Because they see the benefits. Those people, and specifically the people I'm talking about that you saw today, Mm -hmm. bulging discs, scoliosis, Mm -hmm. knee surgeries, hip surgeries, shoulder surgeries, Mm -hmm. they all see the benefit in strength training and being here or they would not be here at that age. There's no way they would be here.
0: Well, I think the benefits probably only – multiply mm-hmm. as you get older yeah. too. And I think um,
1: that's true that we just like when we're younger, we're like, eh, I don't even really need to work out and I'm yeah. just doing what I want to do because it's fun. Yep. And then you kind of get a little older and you're like, oh man, I got this going on and that going on. I need to like actually think about what I'm doing and not just hop around and think I'm working out.
0: That's the trap of yeah. this trade is you get into it in your twenties and yes. you're, you're Superman, you're invincible yeah, and you just crush flat rate hours, fixing cars. Sure. And, blasting them out, beating yourself up. And then all of a sudden you're yeah. like,
1: I'm an old man right? Yeah, 25. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's around 30 in their 30s where I sure. really start to see this with That's most people where they start having the back issues and true. stuff like that. And now they well, can't you're, do that uh, same you were in like
1: odd positions too, aren't you? Oh, yeah, for well, sure. Think about the odd positions that I put you in in here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? Right, right.
1: For your benefit, of course. <laughs> but, you know, it's like... It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you you guys are constantly moving around, you know, displacement of different objects. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what functional training is.
0: Yeah. Um, The other thing, too, you know, with just the overall health, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. there's a bunch going on with COVID and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> but here's the other thing yeah. that I've noticed, and again, maybe this is just really – subjective to me but like i don't really get sick yeah very much i don't
1: get sick either at
0: all and that's Mm -hmm. not always been true you know earlier in life like it's pretty consistent i get sick four or five times a year and
1: surely we did yes
0: now i'm very consistent with it and i focus on like sleep and nutrition too but yeah I mean, that's I huge, don't get sick anymore. <laughs> right?
1: I mean, and this is the part that's pissed me off about what the, you know, the word that you said that I hate to say. I know, I know. Um, is that, you know, the media is all like, oh, stay away from this and this and that. But it's, you know what? We've had zero issues at this gym because mm-hmm. you are already, you have to be distanced anyways. And we already have practiced yep. cleaning off everything when we get so sweaty in here, you know. Um, if you're not supporting your immune system by working out and eating good, yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna succumb to sickness for sure. And what they're not doing is like giving people information and you know encouraging them to do right, these things, right. like, which was so frustrating that we yeah. were shut down what two or three times. We did. Uh-huh. yeah, two it was times. frustrating. You know, we did online workouts. It's not the same when you come into group training. You want to be around the people and you need the uh-huh. environment. And you know, people just don't have the room in their house or they got dogs on cats <laughs> all over them. Yep, yep, <laughs> you know, yep, exactly. Um, but, yeah, it's just not realistic to think people can do the same kind of workout at home, nor do they want to, nor uh-huh. are they motivated to. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, like I said, I've had zero cases or episodes of any type right. of a spread of anything around here.
0: So. Right, because it's a bunch of healthy people.
1: bunch of healthy people, <laughs> and this is where you should be to get healthy.
0: Uh-huh, yep. Yeah, they don't want to say anything. I don't know. It's like shaming people or whatever, but yeah. it, I don't know. It needs to be said by somebody like this is a big yeah. deal and it can make a big difference. It can make you. a big difference. Um, it can.
1: And like, yeah, of course you need to not be just, you know, eating pizza and beer <laughs> yeah, yeah. every day of your life. Absolutely have it. It's good. It's great. But you uh-huh. know, mix in, you know, a few salads, some veggies here and there, <laughs> Sure, make, sure. maybe some multivitamins.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, there's multiple pieces to the puzzle yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what, <laughs> What do you think it is about exercise in general that helps your immune system? Do you know the mechanism behind it? or? gosh.
1: (sighs) Well, I just think in general it promotes you being in a more healthy mindset is what it does. I mean, obviously, you know the benefits of exercise. You get that happy endorphin
0: rush. And I just think
1: it puts you just, like I said, in a mind frame of – well, I'm going to eat better because I'm here and, uh-huh. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to get sleep because I need to because I'm waking up at the crack ass crack <laughs> dawn to come in and work yeah. out, you know, right, right, um, you know, and it just gets your circulatory system flowing. It just gets everything moving the way it should in your body okay. rather than just sitting there stagnant, you know, and not flushing anything out of your system.
0: Uh huh. So- yeah. Oh, yeah, you just feel good when you're done with it, too. Yeah, you feel uh, amazing. You
1: feel like, like you said, you feel like Superman.
0: uh Uh-huh. You knock that out first thing in the morning and then the rest of the day. So what do you think? Because
1: you usually work out early. What do you think about it? you know, coming in at nine 30 today and working out. Well,
0: nine 30 is nice because yeah, you don't have to get super up super early Yeah, and then, uh, you can just enjoy the rest of your day from there. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if I have the time, this is, uh, it is, is probably it is the one that I would spot. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I go to a nighttime class, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I got more energy like right out of the gate. Oh, um, interesting. So sometimes I'll have some better workouts that way, but
1: why do you think that is?
0: I'm just, just loose from the day, okay. And I'm comparing it to going at like five, five or six, yeah. yeah. And then sure. I'm just like, uh-huh. um, like I'm rolling awake. out of bed. I yeah. see
1: people's like their what are those CPAP machines? Like, <laughs> I see those lines on their face when they walk. I'm like, when did you actually wake up? Like five minutes ago? I rolled out. I'm like, no way. I'm yeah. like an hour. Got to do my routine <laughs> before I before I get in here. Have a cup of coffee. No yeah. way. I could never just roll out of bed and expect to like. Take out these workouts.
0: Yeah, the, the first like 10, 15 minutes, body doesn't even know what's happening. You know what's right funny now?
1: is Tanya always tells me, you know what Tanya, one of our coaches, uh-huh. she's like, I don't wake up till like halfway through this workout. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's definitely true. You're going by the end yeah, of it. Yeah, you're, but... just,
1: you're just like on autopilot. And then you're like, oh, wow, yeah. Your glycogen kicks in, you know, <laughs> <laughs> gives you that second energy. Yeah, I mean, it's a skill. You know, kettlebells is definitely a skill it's not like something that you think you can walk into the gym and be like well i work out all the time i mean we get this all the time sure todd and i and our admin you know that uh you know write the passes for people to come in it's uh it's definitely something that you have to be patient with yourself Mm -hmm. about it's just like if you learn barbell technique which we've been doing too yep it takes time, and you can't get frustrated with it. it. You've got to allow yourself that space and kind of check the ego at the door. Uh-huh. And oh wow, it's a girl coach. A girl coach is telling me
0: <laughs> something well, that I might not know. Some of the females in class, yeah, um, badass. So
1: like, oh wow, okay. It is encouraging, though. It is. I mean, it I, is. yeah, it's funny because the the dudes that are here are like. I got to keep up with the ladies. You know, it, it is kind of everybody's at the same level. That's uh-huh. the cool thing about it. Yeah. And the nice thing I like about kettlebells is that you notice your strength gains really quickly because it's a full body movement. Uh-huh. It's not just arms. It's not just legs, even though you might feel it more so in one area, you know, more than the other, depending upon what we do that day. But
0: right. Um. Core strength. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Like we do some, we definitely do. Yeah. We, you incorporate yes. you know certain core yes. movements but
1: core strength is huge. I, I for feel like you.
0: overall yeah. just moving mm-hmm. the bells around mm-hmm. like it's always gotta be tight. And I've noticed that's another mm-hmm. thing that has never been the way it is, uh, yeah. you know, within the last like few I years. could come and kick you repeatedly. And <laughs> exactly. You'd be like, more.
1: <laughs> no, but the cool thing, and th- I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about that too. Um, everything that we do in here, because, you know, we practice that proprioception concept and because kettlebells, you are braced in your core the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we do is very core centric. Um, So your core is from your belly button all the way back to your spine. Okay. And people don't realize that. And that is what you want to strengthen. And no matter what you do. I mean, if you're talking just everyday life, if you're talking sports, you you strengthen your core. It allows for explosive extremities. You know, you want to be an athlete, whatever it is that you want to do. You want to go hiking. You want to, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's very good. Yeah, we don't get on the floor and do a lot of ab work because everything we do involves the core. Uh-huh. And I was just telling um, one of the newer ladies that this this morning, she's like, I can't do any more like stuff on the ground for my core because I have no skin on my butt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you got the 180 tattoo.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, do you remember yeah. that when yes. you first started?
0: Oh, yeah. No. Take
1: a shower and you're like, hi. Here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, there's no skin there. All right. Yep. Yeah, you don't ever, ever need to get on the floor to do core work to build strong core. Ever. So that's a misnomer that, that people think.
0: Well, you know. that on the calluses on the hands, Yeah, <laughs> it's just like,
1: a, just like playing the guitar. You get get a nice little build up there. And right. Make sure you're kind of filing those down so they don't tear. Uh-huh. Otherwise, yeah, you, I mean, have you ever done that? Oh, like yeah, before? for sure, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and then, I mean, and there's, you know, the grip and the hand. Oh, yeah,
0: grip strength. hold them, yeah. Uh, 100%, Um, and right. that that's something where uh, somebody in a trade – could benefit. I didn't even think about that. But, Did you notice that? Um so, so you see, I'm not doing it as full time as much anymore. Yeah. But in general in my life, I yeah. noticed that I'm like, okay, this definitely makes a difference. Cause yeah, I mean if you really ramp up some of the weights, it was like 70, 80 pounds yeah. that you're holding, you have to hold on to in one indif- hand. Yeah, in one hand. Yeah. Um and so that's that's huge for sure. And that that would transfer to a lot of different trades.
1: Absolutely. For sure it would. Yep. Yeah. It's all Good stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, thank you for spending the time with me. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, hey, this was awesome. I really (laughs) enjoyed it. I only downed not even a whole high nooner. (laughs) So we're good. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, I want to give one more big thank you to Jody for taking time out of her busy schedule to talk with me about this. Uh, I hope everyone, or at least someone, got something out of that, um, and uh, will consider adding, you know, some form of exercise to their daily routine. It, it really does make a big difference, and I can personally attest to this. I'll close this out with a phrase or an adage, I, I don't know you know who came up with this or where I originally heard it, but it's definitely stuck with me through my life, is that you can either invest in your health now or pay with your health later. And uh, I really believe that to be true. So start investing right now. <laughs> it, will, uh, it will be very beneficial to you. All right. So uh, with that out of the way, let's all get out there and start fixing the world one car at a time. And uh, maybe pick up something heavy uh, while you're at it.